This is Gemara and Eir Vin Daf Mem Hey, the learning for this week, the week of the Aserus Mitzvah, sponsored as Chus for Hashem Yisrael Chaim Ben Yehudis, as well as of course all our Chaylim Yudamir Ben Yikir Men of the Vichyam Ram Chanita Chaim Ben Tzayi Yisrael Mishimun Yitzayi Tzar Baskinaz Yibasim Tzchaisara Aserus Chaim Sarasi Yisrael Ben Mindal Yisrael Ben Shavlei Yisrael Basanavi Yisrael Ben Yichar Falavin Yitzvi Ben Yivan Chan Reizal Chaim Nachman Ben Mindal Vesayu Shar Chali Yisrael. We pick it up on the bottom of Mdalim Mabiz. We started the Gemara yesterday. And let's pick it up again. Again, just one last reminder. Cases ever any issues, please feel free to reach out. But of course, everything gets fixed slowly. YouTube, the podcast, as well as to anytime. We shouldn't have issues. But in case there are, hopefully, everyone will find the shear when they need it. Says the Gemara, Mandalim Abbas, we're discussing Tchom. We're discussing an idea called Muvla B'Toychat Chom, that it's swallowed up, literally. We had in the Gemara, Mandalim Abbas, we had a Machlik as Rabba and Rav Simi Barachiyah. So let me just, let's just read that again. Starting from the Gemara, we'll just get a running start. Says the Gemara, What does it mean that you're within the Tchom Kilo Yatz as if you never left? Because again, we said in the Mishnah that when you leave Bershos, we're going to discuss today what exactly that means. It's as if you did not leave. So says the Gemara, what does it mean you're B'Toychat Chom? Omer Rabba HaKikamar, B'Toychat Chom Shaloi, you're still within your 2,000 amos, as if you never left your house, dummy. Says Gmar Shita, of course, you're within your Tchom, of course you never left. So, then no, you would think no, as soon as you get up to leave, and even though you didn't end up leaving the Tchom, it's as if you did leave, then no. So, Rabbi's side, the idea of Rabbi is that once you're, as long as you're within your Tchom, then it's as if you never left your house. If the tchom that Chazal gave you, meaning if your two thousand amos that you have right now is muvlain is muvla, it's literally swallowed up within your original tchom of your house. Your house gets a two thousand amos radius. Now you're wherever you are. Now you get a new two thousand amos. If that new two thousand amos is within your old two thousand amos, which basically means it's three thousand nine hundred ninety nine amos away from your house. As long as it's overlapping a little bit, then then you can go all the way back to your house if you never left your house. Tremendous chiddush. Says Gemara, but my kavnitli, what is this machloik? Yes, says the Gemara, Marisar of Laws to Chum and Milzlihi. That's Rav Simba Rachia, that you let us swallow it up. As long as your new Tchum is swallowed up and is at some level within your old Tchum, then that is enough. You retain your old Tchum. Whereas Rabbi says, no, that's not enough. That's why Rabbi had to learn the case that you never left your original Tchums. You don't agree with this concept. Again, the concept of the Havla, meaning that as long as part of your new 2,000 Amis is within your original 2,000 Amis, whatever the case is, you had a new Tchum because you were allowed to leave, etc., etc., then it's as if you go back to your original Tchum. You don't agree. What about the case Shabbos bin Ma'ara, someone who dwells, someone who kind of shmisa, he makes his place of dwelling in Shabbos inside a cave. Shavisaycha arbaz alafim. That is 4,000 amis inside the cave. You actually can see Rashi in the bottom of the Ahmed draws a picture for us. And the cave walls cave in a little bit, literally, sorry for the bun. The cave walls go in a little bit, and if we're at the roof of the cave, it's less than 4,000 amis. And as you see in the picture, and as you see in Rashi, and there's two openings in either end of the cave. Again, inside the cave, it's 4,000. There's the opening at the two tops. There's a wall at the top, and there's an opening that's less than 4,000 amis. Loi nimsa. Says the Gemara, "Valgago b'achos me'alfes b'achos me'arbas alafim amo loy nimsa." Does it not come out? Mahalich has kula v'chutzla apayim amo. They could walk the entire area and outside two thousand amos. 
How's that going to work? So Rashi explains, since each entrance way gets its own 2,000 amis. You go out the right door, you get 2,000 amis. You go out the left door, you get 2,000 amis. Now those two entrance ways have a, this diameter of 2,000 amis, which intersect in the middle. You know those pie graphs? I think it's called a pie graph. I'm not sure, actually. Not a pie, a uh, circle graph. Whatever it's called. But you have this intersecting area in the middle. So that intersecting area makes it as if it's one big tchum, because each one is muvla in the other one. Then the Allah is that you get 2,000 amis along the whole outside of this Pit uh, outside of this gate, so we see clearly that this rise seemingly holds that we yes say movla. We see that one chum is movla swallowed up in the other. Amarle Rabbos responded, "Lo shani law." Did I not teach you? What are you asking me? In that case, when Shabbos began, you were kind of shvisa, you accepted your place of dwelling inside the cave. Therefore, you got these two openings. Since each opening is swallowed up within the other 2,000 Amois, therefore you get one larger area and you can leave either end 2,000 Amois. But says Rambo, if that wasn't the case, but rather it was like our mission, when Shabbos began, you're in place A. Then you left and you're in place B. Now in that new place B, you get a new 2,000 Amis because you're allowed to be there, but I have it on Shabbos. Now, in that case, as Rabbi, I do not agree that we're going to say Movla, that we're going to see that the new Tchum is swallowed up inside the old Tchum. Says the Gemara, you're telling me now, you're teaching me now, Rabbi, that when it's not swallowed up one and the other, then we do not see the rule of Movla, moving on to Amheyam and Aleph. But tonight we learn to the Mishnah, Rabbi Lazar, if it's two Amis outside, two people, Shayim Yikonis, Gimbal, lo yikonis. Rabbi Lezer learned that if it's two Amlis outside the city, if that was the case of the walls and the imaginary people, and they created this Bechitza up until the city, they just missed. So close, but no, you're two Amlis off. Center of Allah, within two Amlis, you let him move in. Three Amlis, you're not let him move in. My love, why not? Rabbi Lezer, let me, Damar, son. That you are in the middle, that every person, Varba Amlis, Varba Amlis, you have Lurabanan. Chazal gave you Dalit Amlis, four Amlis, you're smack in the middle, you get two on one side, you get two on the other side, and therefore, you're going to be allowed to enter back into the city. Command of Landami. Therefore, anytime you find yourself within two Amlis of the city, it's as if it's Mavla. Now this din, of Rav Lazar, and he said that on Shabbos, you can be allowed to enter back into the city as long as you get within two Amis. Alma, so what do we see from Rav Lazar? Even though this is on Shabbos. On Shabbos, you created those imaginary human walls. On Shabbos, you got within two Amis of the city. On Shabbos, we said, Movla, Alma, Vlas, Milzi. So we see, not like you, Rabbi, just taught us. You, Rabbi, just taught us that we do not say Movla when it happens on Shabbos. You see clearly that you do. Amalei Rabbi, Rachan, Yes, I'm asking you from Lazar. You know why? Because you taught us. The Rabbanan only argue on Lazar with regard to being in the middle of your four Amis. There's only until uh, optional matters. That you get these four Amis that you stack in the middle. And therefore, yes, I'm asking you, Rabbi, that you see clearly from Lazar. That we yes say Movla, and that's how the Gemara ends, seemingly our right of seemingly concluding that Rabbah was incorrect, and we would yes say Movla, even on an Erev, even on a Tchom that was created on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, two dots, about ten lines down, Memhei, Amid Aleph. So we said in the Mishnah, that anyone that leaves to save someone, anyone who leaves to save from a flood, anyone who leaves to give birth, then you're allowed to return all the way back home, even if it's more than your tchum. And even if you're very far away, 
Says the Mara one second, ask the Mara, but I'm a Risha, the Risha says, the Risha says, you can only go back 2,000 Amis. Seemingly, we see from the next case in the Mishnah, that when you go all the way out to the midwife to give birth, she goes out 5,000 Amis, she's allowed to come back. For what? Ah, the reason they to come back is because they can bring back their weapons. Well, my question, what exactly was your original question? Why are you asking me that the Mishnah says you can only go back 2,000 Amais? What's your question? Maybe Lahatzel, that when someone left to give birth, someone left to wage war, someone left to save from a flood, maybe there's different rules in that case. What exactly was your original question? Eli Kasha Kasha. This was the following sequence of events. This was the question. Originally, they did not move there the entire day. This goes back to Mishnah and Rosh Hashanah. They see at the that we mentioned yesterday, learning about Rosh Hashanah right after Rosh Hashanah. That they, when they went to be Ma'aber, they went to testify in the new month, they would stay there the entire day, they would not go back home. His kin of Gamliel, Azakin of Gamliel, Azakin got up and he made a Takan, he made an Akhmin, Shazan Abai Madachal Ruach. Then no, they get a new Tchom, they get 2,000 Amis in every direction, because we're afraid that people aren't going to come to testify the new moon, so they're stuck in their place for the whole Shabbos. Not only that, even a midwife, that goes to give birth, that goes to eat in a birth, someone goes to save from a, from a, from an army, from a river, from a ruins, from a falling wall, from a fire, a special chiddush, they get the din of the people in that city, meaning they get 2,000 Amos wherever they want to go, and they're not confined to their Dalai Amos. What are you telling me? You only told me that those cases, you're telling me they only get 2,000 Amos. This was our question. The price is seemingly indicates you only get 2,000 Amos, even in the case of saving. But our Mishnah says, you know why you can go all the way back? That when you have your weapons, you have to bring your weapons all the way back home, even though it's more than 2,000 Amas. Originally, they would go to battle, and after the battle was over, they would take their, their, their weaponry, and they would leave it at the last house of the city, meaning they would not bring it all the way back home. But you know what happened? The enemy realized. That they're going to drop all their weapons. Now they're vulnerable. They got no weapons left. They run to Acharim, so the enemy ran after them and Michlasu Lito Klezainan. So then the Jews realized, oh no, the enemy is coming back. So they went back to that house to go get their weapons. They pursued them. They pushed each other as they tried to get their weapons. They killed each other. More than the enemy killed. And so at that moment, what do they say? His kino, they made an act to say, Chayzin the Makayim of Klezainan, that you let her bring your weapons all the way back to your house, even though it might be more than 2,000 Amis. When the Jews were victorious, then there's nothing to be afraid of. They would store their weapons in the last house of the city. That was what the Bryce was talking about. That was after a victory. There's no longer an enemy. When the guy were victorious, he's nervous that as we were retreating, they might come attack us again. And that's when they're allowed to take their weapons all the way back home. Before we continue, let's just point out, this is one of the big marmachimis that they come from, that at cell members are allowed to go home after a call, they're allowed to drive their car home, why? Because they might need it for another call, or, or similarly, that they patterned after this gazira, they were afraid that you're not going to go in the first place, like we see over here, if we don't let you bring your weapons back home, if we don't let you come home after Yimabra the month, it's the country of Gamliel, we're afraid the next time you're not going to go to do it, therefore, they let you come back home, similarly, by that cell members, 
They're allowed to drive back home, which is an incredible chiddush if you think about it. They're doing Yisuri Dereis as they drive. Yeah, we allow them to drive back home so that if there's another call, so that in the future as well, they're willing to go take a call on Shabbos, even though, and not to get stuck, you know, out in who knows where. So, Amar Vidam Rav, Nacharim, Nacharim, Shesaru, Alayaros, Yisrael, Ein Yosem Kleizainim. Let's say the Goyim lay siege. They don't come to kill us. They just come to take away our food, take away our money, says the Gemara. You do not go to battle with them. Vein mechalam is the Shabbos, and as well, you're not mechal Shabbos to battle with them. Tanam Yahachi, similarly we learned, Nacharim, Shesaru, Vachulu, Ah, that's when they're coming for your cash. They're coming for your cash. Don't go fight them. Why do you risk your life just for money? If the guy comes to kill you, then you're allowed to go out with your weapons. And then you're allowed to yes, Shabbos. That is the number one. So if guy is coming for your money, gotta give him your money. Don't be mechal Shabbos. If the guy are coming to take our life, then we fight. If it's a city that's near a port town, I feel like Baal is going to vouch that Allah is going to have enough cash. They're not coming for lives. They're just coming for a straw. They're coming for stubble. Yaitzin aleim eklizayin. And still, we're going to fight them. Umechal is the Shabbos. Yimichal Shabbos. Why all of a sudden, if it's a port town, Yimichal Shabbos? So Rashi says it's more of a strategic place. We're afraid if they take this over, then they could get in further. And other mafarsh in the year, he says then no. That once you know they see that they can get your money, the next thing they're going to attack your lives. And therefore, you're allowed to defend yourself. The city of Bavel is a kin, is similar to a city that is near the port Tamiya. The Targuma, and then they learned, was it referred to in Naradai, the city of Naradai. Darjav the story the min beiri ma'idach sevot to many of the pasuk. They told David saying, David amelech in a place to nilcham in bekila. The Pelishtim are coming to each watering key, war in Kila. Vehima Shaisim is like granaries and they're depleting the granaries. Tana Keila Iras Mukhla Sabara. He said this Keila that they were attacking was a city that was near the port. Vehima Bawa Liski Tavin Vikash. And the Gaim didn't come to kill them. They just came for their straw, came for their money. With the Chsev, as the Pasik says, Vehima Shaisim is the granaries that they're drinking up and they're destroying their granaries. Uksev and the Pasik continues and says, Vehishal David Bashem. And David Amelch asked Hashem, Yes, we were in the tomb in Lamar. What exactly, not your question, what was David Amelch asking the Urim Vitumim? Is it permitted to go to battle? Are you allowed to risk your life in such a case? The Bezin of Shulur Masi is still around, so why would David Amelch go and ask? The room with two men, you just go ask the Bazdin. Ella, rather, what was David Melch asking? David Melch was asking, will he be victorious or not? Take an army, and that is Meduyak, that is precise. Because he placed him by Shatta, Sakila, they're going to be victorious, and you take over the place called Sikila, Shema Mina, and that is the right from David Melch. Which is very interesting, is that Tesis over here, in one moment, Tesis here points out, the second Tesis, the Amit Tesis says, in Taimar, it once the Gemara says that what was David Melch asking for the Urim Betumim? David Melch was just asking if he's going to be victorious. He didn't ask if he's allowed to go to battle. It says Taisus in Cain. In Cain, Eich Darish of the Sayyidim Mechalim Shabbos. How do you know from here that you have Shabbos? Tell Mechalayam, maybe it was during the week. And David Melch was just asking, am I going to emerge victorious? Taisus here says a very nice answer. Says Taisus, no. That since they're going out, it says Nilchamim, they're going to battle. It must mean that they're risking their life. And when it comes to risking your life, you're not going to risk your life during the week and money. So if they're even if they're risking their life during the week and money, that would also show that you can risk your life and you could wage war even on Shabbos. Very interesting idea.
of Taisus. Let's continue, says the Mishnah Mameyam and Alv Mishashav Adarach, someone who's sitting and dwelling in the road, Va'amad Vra'a Rehu Yer Samachliyer. And all of a sudden, it's Shabbos, he's kind of Shvis in the middle of the road, and then he says, wait, I'm right next to the city. Is he allowed to go into the city now? Seemingly, he has 2,000 armies every direction, but is his city going to be allowed to go throughout the whole city? Says the Mishnah. He did not have in mind the city. He didn't know he was near a city when Shabbos began. He can't go into the city. He gets his regular, uh, regular tchum, and he cannot go into the city. Says the, as Rashi points out, Rashi points out, blame this Look at the Rashi, the first white line. Rashi says, He didn't know when it got dark. He didn't have intention to dwell within the city, only in this place. Rabbi Yudah Aymer, finishing off the Mishra, Rabbi Yudah come along, and he says, he connects, he could, yes, enter into the city. And there was a story, and indeed, Rabbi Tarifin entered into the city. Says the Gemara, Tanim, you entered the Rabbi was going on the road, and it got dark. So he went down, he pulled over to the side of the road, he went to sleep. Lishachris comes morning, and what does he realize? Metaua Rai Bakar, he finds the shepherds, Amrulai Revi, Hariyur Levanecha, the city's right here, you're sleeping right outside, come into the town. Hechnes, he went into the city, Nicholas Yashabisa Medrish, sorry, they said Revi, Hariyur Levanecha, Hechnes. So Nicholas Yashabisa Medrish, he went in and he went into the Medrish, Darshkulim Kulan, and he gave share the entire day. And that was seemingly a proof that we see that even though he did not intend to go into the city, but he went into the city nonetheless once he realized that he was within his, his Tchum. Says Gemara, Amr Lai, Misham Raya, what's the proof? Shema Belibai saw, Maybe either it was Belibai, maybe Rav Tarifin really knew about the city, where do you see the story not? And secondly, maybe the Bismedjish part of the city was within his 2,000 Amis. He's 500 Amis out, so he's another 1,500 Amis into the city, and the Bismedjish was in there. So the fact that he went there is not necessarily a proof, that's how the Gemara concludes, that we do not necessarily have a proof whether you can enter into the city and get the whole city, whether you just get your regular 2,000 Amis. Says the Mishnah, concluding, similar case, someone goes to sleep on Friday night on the road, he doesn't know get dark, meaning he doesn't even know that Shabbos began. What is the din that you get 2,000 Amish? You de facto, you automatically are considered to be kind of shvis in that place you went to sleep, and then automatically you get 2,000 Amish every direction. All you get is your Dalit Amis and nothing else. Rav Lazar Aymer, Vuhuba Emsa, not only do you get your Dalit Amis, you sound familiar from the top of the Amid, you're considered to be smack in the middle of those Dalit Amis, two Amis on either side. Rav Yudah Aymer, Le'ezer Ruch, Shayirta, Yelech, you go whatever direction you want. You have four Amis, choose your direction. Umaydir Rav Yudah, Rav Yudah, Nitz, Shimbir, Lashin, Yachlach, Zerbai, once you decide, I'm going right, can't go left anymore. You only get then in that direction. There's two people. We'll see a picture in a moment that the one tchom is within. The other one's tchom may be in Baichlam Bem so they could go and they could eat together in the middle. One person cannot take food into his friend's rishos. As you see over here, the picture in front of you, you have two people, and each one has his Dalit Amois. And you see that they overlap in the middle, so they're allowed to go into the middle and eat together. However, as you see from the words Aser, you're not allowed to transfer food one to the other, because then you're effectively bringing food from your Erev to a different Erev. 
says the Mishnah is continuing the Mishnah two lines to the top by Yisraisha. There's three people. Vam Sai Muvla bin Aim and the middle guy. His ear of his Muvla is swallowed up, and the other two ear of him. Whom butter he might? He's not even their food. Vam Yitarim he might, and they are butter in his food. Shleim Achitzayim, but the two outside guys Achitzayim Masurin Zazah. They are forbidden one to another. Again, we'll see a picture in one second. Number of Shimon Lamadir Vadaima. So what is this comparable? The Shalish Chatzeris of Psuchas. You have three Chatzeris that are opened up. Zulu Zul. This should sound familiar. Psuchas are just around. They open. They're just around him. Irvu Shtayim in Let's say the two outside guys make an ear with the middle guy. He Mutarisima and he's much with the outside guy. They Mutarisima and the outside guys are much with the middle guy. However, Shaykhitzaynais assume Zoom Zoom. They're also to each other as they do not make an ear of one with another. Here's what you see, you have three people, and you see that each one has his, his Dalaramois, and the middle guy's Dalaramois overlap both of the two outside guys. So he's not eating with them, the outside guys keep with the middle one. However, the two outside guys cannot eat with each other. And over here you see a case of three different Rishuyais. I'm sorry. Over here you see a case of three different Chatserois. And as you see that the they made an Arab, so the outside guys could deal with the middle guy, and the middle guy could deal with the outside guys. However, the two outside guys cannot deal with each other. Says the Gemara, Boy, Rabbi, Rabbi, I have the following question. What exactly does Rabbi Yechelen Benuri hold? Says the Gemara, Again, who is Rabbi Yechelen Benuri? Let's remind yourself, it said here in the Mishnah, second line in the Mishnah, as you see in front of Rabbi Yechelen Benuri, he was the first opinion in the Mishnah that says, if you don't know about it, you're sleeping, and you don't know that it became Shabbos, what do you have? You still get 2,000 Amis. It's still considered that you're kind of Shvisa, even without knowing about it. That was the opinion of Rabbi Yechim Anuri. So why does Rabbi Yechim Anuri hold? You could be, could be kind of Shvisa without knowing about it. Does he hold that objects, Hefker objects, unreleased objects, automatically could accept, could acquire a dwelling place, and therefore they get 2,000 Amis. Ubedin, who had really dwelling with Kalim, and really could have even said a case about Kalim utensils. For all to come, they have to them. So why do you say a case about people? Teaches you the opposite of the Rabbanan. Because what are the Rabbanan old? Even though you could say oil v'neir, koneh, yoshin yami koneh. Maybe you would think if this guy was awake, you would get 2,000 amis. So the fact that he was sleeping, you would also get 2,000 amis. Kamash mulan delay. So the chiddush of the chachamim is that you do not get the 2,000 amis in the new reholds. Both people and even Kalim chafsei avker would be kind of 2,000 amis kind of shvisa. That's one way of learning the machlekes. Really, ownerless items do not get their dwelling place. Why are we here? Does the sleeping person get 2,000 amois? Because if he was awake, he could get the place. So too, if he's sleeping. I'll bring you a proof. We have rain that falls in Arab Yantiv. You get 2,000 amas in any direction to carry that rain. What happens if the rain falls on Yantav itself? It's considered the chom the of whichever person picks it up. So, you're going to tell me that Rabbi Yechem Nuri holds ownerless item except their place of money. That's very good. That's going to be Rabbi Yechem Nuri. And that's the reason why when the rain falls on Erev Yantif, it gets 2,000 Amites. Because it's kind of a Shvisa. It, it acquires its dwelling place. The mere fact that the rain is sitting on the floor, it's a Chefsei Afgur. It's an ownerless item that um, acquires its dwelling place. But if you're going to tell Chefsei Afgur, that it does not get his dwelling place on money. 
So who is going to be the time of this price? Let's say that on Arab Yant of the ring, it's 2,000 hours on Yant of itself. It goes by whoever picks it up. Says the Gemara, Yasa Abayah, Vakamr Lala Shmaitza Abayah was sitting and saying this teaching, Amr Lala Shmaitza Abayah, Vedelma, perhaps, What's your proof? Maybe the case of that Braisa was that the rain is next door to the city. And the people in that city on Erev Yontif saw the rain and they had das on it. And that's the reason why the rain gets 2,000 Amis, but not necessarily because Yechem Manuri holds that Chafsei Hefker, that only his items are, could acquire their dwelling place. Amr Lei, he responded, No, you're incorrect. It's an Amr to the Mishnah. Or shall Yachid a pit of a singular person correct that Yachid goes according to his feet? Shall I say here and according to his city? I'm sorry, shall I say here if it's a pit that belongs to the city? Correct that I say here goes to the people in that city. Shall I say Babel? It's a pit of the people that go up to be Euler Regal. Correct that I'm a male? Like the feet of those people. Vitania, and we learned in a Braissa. That when you have a bar of Shvatim, they get 2,000 Amis. So what's going on over here? A moment ago you taught me that if you have a pit, it goes by his feet, it goes by the city's feet. Then you teach me that if it's a pit of a Shevet, it gets 2,000 Amis. That's a contradiction. So now you see, you see that according to one Bryce, the second Bryce, you know why it gets 2,000 Amis? Because it's Hafker, and it's kind of its own Shvisa. It acquires its own dwelling place, and that's the reason why it gets 2,000 Amis in every direction, by the pit of the Shvatim. Whereas the first Bryce is Rabbanon. The Chafsei Hafker do not kind of Shvisa, do not acquire their dwelling place. Therefore, just goes by the same feet of that person. This is what Rav Safra said. This is what he answered. So he said, okay, very nice. Why don't you say from it itself? The case of the rain itself, we could have answered from there itself. You could have proved your point. Because if you're going to tell me, like you said, that maybe the rain is right next door to the city. And the people in the city saw it. So why does it say that it gets 2,000 amos in any direction? It should have just said that it goes by the people's feet of that city. For the fact that it said it gets 2,000 amos itself is a raya. Like Rabbi Yechem Nuri, that Chatsi after Kainan Shvisa. That's how the Gemara concludes that Rechem Nuri does hold Chatsi after these owners of these items will acquire a dwelling place, and the Chum disagree. And we have two proofs. We have one proof from the Stira and the prices, as well we have a proof from the fact that it said that the rain goes and gets 2,000 Amais. We'll pick it up for the two dots in tomorrow's Daf.